You are listening to this Well Runs Deep podcast for Black women, where we talk with transparent, extraordinary women and explore the essence of womanhood with topics about life, love, family, career, faith, and everything in between. I am your host, Mo Norrington Joseph. I'm always first. Happy New Year. Went to the bottom, shed a few tears, but I came back. I reappeared. Now I win like I'm on a roll, trying not to sin like them other souls. I'm ten toes down like some rubber soles. I've been off that. I got other goals. We just finished a conversation with Commissioner Loretta Smith, a powerhouse in politics and political strategy. And she went into the well with us, y'all, and explored the influence of Black women in politics, our role what should we expect from this administration and what black women should do going forward as it relates to our vote, our status and our community. Now we want to hear from other black women around the country who are serving in their own communities and making a big social impact. So I'm excited to talk with Shannon Stokes. She is an ethics officer and interim deputy General Counsel of Administration for a Government Agency. This is a woman with a voice, intellect, and policy strategy. Shannon, welcome to this Well Runs Deep. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy MLK Day. And thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us. Can you believe that we are on the eve of the first black female vice president how do you feel i it's 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 crazy that it's unbelievable at 2021 but it is especially <laughs> what we've just uh survived these last four years of um hell absolutely for lack of a better term um but i'm just i'm so grateful for just this representation and even this season of as bad as 2020 was and all of the the pandemic and the social justice issues that we had it allowed all of us to to stop and to actually focus on what is going on. And now we see how the importance of rep- how important representation is. We're seeing it in our um, in our uh, commercials. We're seeing it in our television Absolutely. shows. And it shows our our little girls are close to the same age. It shows them you know, that mommies are, and daddy are correct, that That's you can right. be anything right. you set your mind to and that. There is no, you know, the sky is the limit. They're, they're glass ceilings, what? No, you just, you break through them and you keep going. And, the, and I was watching an interview with Kamala Harris yesterday and she said, I eat nose for breakfast. Mm. And I teach my daughter that like, wait a minute, Lonnie, wake up. I got to tell you something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we eat nose for breakfast. Mm. So I'm, I'm excited. And I, I'm, I mean, it's just, I, I was saying to you and some of my girlfriends yesterday, just, you know, she's bringing like black excellence to the oval. Absolutely. And it ain't over. Absolutely. It's not over. And like this is, we have so many more steps to make and places to go. Absolutely. And what I, what I enjoy about her is that she knows that she knows she yes. is standing on the shoulders of Fannie Lou Hamer and mm-hmm. Barbara Jordan 
and you know as far back Shirley as Chisholm, Shirley yes. Chisholm, absolutely mm-hmm. and and even people like Michelle Obama you know Michelle Obama mm-hmm. I heard her say recently she says I'm you know I'm I'm nothing new you know like black mm-hmm. women have been doing this forever and I think mm-hmm. that's part of you know the conversation around this idea of we talked about this with Commissioner Rhoda Smith, this idea of the black woman being like a unicorn, right? But we've yeah. always known that about ourselves, right? Exactly, so, exactly. So I was going to ask you, you brought up your daughter, you know, how has this impacted her? I just, I bought a t-shirt for Zoe and it says, my MV, my my MVP looks like me. And I cannot mm. wait for her to wear that shirt. But oh, she, man. She you got to send me the link for that one. I will. I will. <laughs> she understands, you know, and I, I kind of forced her towards to, you know, to watch the <laughs> to watch the election. But when she saw her daughters, her I'm sorry, her nieces, when she saw her nieces come on the stage, she immediately perked up. And she mm. says, mommy, they look just like me. Oh, gosh. Oh, isn't that amazing? That, that is uh, it's amazing. And it's it's true because you don't realize even as a 40 plus year old woman, I didn't realize how important representation was, mm. you mm. know, and it, it's something you said um, a few seconds ago, like, like society's treating black women like unicorns. And I was watching a Trevor Noah interview not too long ago. And he said, you know, they've been doing this. Black mm-hmm. women have been holding it down, been the highest educated group for a long time, trying to save the freaking society. We, right. you know, voted in mass for Hillary. Um, we did the right thing for Biden. We've done what we were supposed to do. And society is looking at us as if, oh, look, they got like a version three. They just came out with the black woman, right. the educated black woman. No, right. we've been here. Right. We've been for generations. <laughs> we've been holding it down. And <laughs> as much as for my daughter, you know, her circles of I'm an only child. My husband's an only child and she's an only child. So her aunties are, you know, my friends that are forced to be that. And they are all professionals. That's they, you right. know, they are, and she has to see that. And so she expects nothing less. So when she goes to class and um, it's been such a blessing, sometimes I complain about, you know, working while she's lear- um, remote learning, but to be able to hear the conversations and the leadership role that she will take, in social studies or those conversations. It's amazing because it is sticking, but seeing it on TV, seeing it on a national level, just like with Zoe, I see Lonnie's chest poke out a little bit further. Her head goes up a little bit higher. And so does her mama's because it's a, it's an amazing thing. This woman is literally one heartbeat away Mm. from the presidency. Like when, you know, and she's the first woman, she's the first woman of color and she's, no, she's a black woman. Like she knows she's black. She makes it clear that she's black. I don't even want to say it too loud that she graduated from Howard. <laughs> my husband's here and he's insufferable. And I hear HU all day. Yeah, you, can't, you can't hear You can't tell them anything now. <laughs> you can't tell them nothing, child. I wear his jacket when I'm go jogging and people pulling over and blowing their horn. Oh, like, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so exciting. It's just, it's refreshing, especially after what we've, gone through but I I agree with Michelle Obama it's we're not new you know Mm -hmm. we're not the women in your in in our immediate circles the the people that that have mentored us you know we're 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 in between that 40 50 mark so if we've been mentored that means these people girl stop I don't how you know I want people to know that stop (laughs) we as in Shannon (laughs) we as in Shannon Uh, (laughs) But but 
our mentors have been in the game for a minute. That's right. That's you know, right. we've been in the game. We've been, you know, professionals for 20 plus years. Yes. And for us to 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 show our 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 children like locally and within our own circles, but now they see it nationally and and as the vice president of America, I mean, internationally, you see it. I mean, it, it's oh, it's amazing. And but it's not over. It's That's not right. over. And I don't want us to get complacent. I say tell the line all the time. You know, first step the oval, but we got to stay focused. We need to get to the court. We need a black woman on the court. We Amen have not done that. that. Yes. And yes, now, we and, stay and, focused. and you know what? And, and let's, let's pivot and talk about that. So I heard Angela Davis recently. Well, she said this um, during the selection of Kamala Harris. And she said, if we want to continue this work, we certainly need a person in office who will be more amenable to mass pressure as she called it and she said and to me she was saying this is the only thing that someone like joe biden represents so what do you think about that because because i said the same thing in fact even before he selected kamala um harris i said we need you know when everyone was discussing you know who is it going to be who's he going to select i remember i put a comment out there and i said we exactly what you said i said we need someone in the supreme court so i agree with that Yes. And it's lasting power, you know, like that's life yes. tenure, salary protection. You basically die out. Uh, clearly, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, mm-hmm. and it's so incredibly necessary. I hate to use the word incredible because incredible means not credible, but it's so overwhelmingly <laughs> necessary. <laughs> Sorry, that's my little. That's the lawyer <laughs> you, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and I actually got it from one of my favorite pastors. He says he, he would never say incredible God because God is most credible. But nevertheless, um, <laughs> it's I overwhelmingly it. um, it's important because that's where that's where okay, you can make the laws and you can et cetera. But once they get and, and the legislator, they can they can enforce them. But you we need someone in the place of power where they are interpreted and where they are interpreted nationwide. That's we cannot stop. We cannot get complacent. All you know, this is amazing, and I'm excited. And yes, she's here, but it ain't over. We cannot, right. we cannot let up pressure. We have got to keep our foot on the gas because that's right now the the last ceiling of the three branches to be broken. We, that's right. We got legislative. Now we've got executive. But why is it that we can't get on that a nine person bench? Why is it that we can't get there? That 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 baffles me. That really baffles me. So this this might actually be the answer to my next question. So what do you feel are some of <laughs> the most important policies that this administration should focus on that will really impact black women in particular? Well, I think before you can um, be specific to black women, you have to just. Ins- so um, one of the things that I'm most um, interested in right now, um, police brutality. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Stop, stop and frisk. You know the the what is he called? What did he call it? What did this man who's leaving soon? Um, <laughs> law and I think he called it law and order. I don't know what he calls it, but yes. <laughs> whatever. Um, we have to address that, and we have to have stronger policies um, in place to make sure that um, these that our people are not the ones that are constantly constantly you know up against the buildings. We were. I was talking to one of our representatives. Um, Curtis Tarver, he's amazing, young, smart, uh, African-American attorney who represents uh, High Park. And he was telling me about some of the legislation because I'm on the Black Women's Lawyers Association criminal, no, Civil Rights Action Committee. And we were asking, like, how do we get these things done? And you have to start 
you know, locally, you have to start with, you know, when you have local police departments where most places like in Chicago, we have different universities, right? And they have police powers. Well, if you have police powers, then I'm going to need you to be subject to FOIA because I'm going to need to be able to look at what you're doing. Right. But right now they're not. And that's a problem for me. I, I need I need legislation where when there's someone who dies in police custody, there's an automatic special prosecutor assigned. We don't have that now. So I, we need uniform, basic police brutality or anti-police brutality legislation across the board so that that we can actually live to see and to delve into those issues that um, impact um, women and women of color and black women more specifically directly. But right now we got to live. So, Shannon, can you tell me why you haven't run for office yet? That's not my. Uh, <laughs> that's not. I was telling I my girlfriends know. yesterday, I don't know. and we were laughing because I said, "Oh, wait a minute, um, Monique needs a, a headshot. I don't have a headshot, and because it's not my way, I'm always in the background, <laughs> and that's that's just those where are the I'm ones they want to use, Corey Bush." You know what I'm saying? We were just talking about some of these women who are leading the charge and just got to the place of saying, I'm tired of this. Right. You know, enough is enough. Right. 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 And you try so many places to, you know, to fit in and to and to start. But you can get so frustrated with the bureaucracy or whatever. You can just get so frustrated at different uh, areas. And you see how we we even got a a Barack Obama, you know, how grassroots it was and how he just started and. He, That's right. You know, got his start by challenging just the old, mm-hmm. the old hand and just how the That's old guard right. and how they were just, That's right. you know, so used to having their way. And he was like, no, 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 you're going to follow the rules today. And he was That's able right. to get elected, you know, initially as a, a senator. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, it's not been something that I've looked at at, at all. I like, and, and I'm, I like policy. I like, I like the legal aspect of it, but you do get to a point where you get frustrated and you're like, okay, let me get out here. Let me just see you know, where, how I can best support those who are already there. And that's where I am right now. I'm trying to best support my reps, my senators, those who are on the right side. That's amazing. And who, who care about us truly and not are just looking looking at this position as a stepping stone. And I do believe I am blessed enough to have that right now. And I'm very excited about it. That's good. Thank you. And you know what? You've always been doing, you know, good work in the community and serving where you can. So let me ask you this last question. Mm-hmm. If you could speak direct to uh, soon to be Vice President Kamala Harris and tell her something, what would you say? I, I would reinforce um, what she's already said. Like she already knows that um, she's gonna, she will often have to have the unpopular position, but keep yeah going we're watching you we're depending on you keep going and then you're going to be in rooms where you are just not going to be popular at all keep going we got you we got you that's it and that's what we have to do as a sisterhood is is to hold each other up and support wherever we can which is what we're used to doing Mm -hmm. and making sure that we are encouraging when we see each other on the street when we're walking down the street when you see another black woman you know kind of like what brother yes Mm -hmm. or when like i love that black man when they see each other Mm -hmm. they just give that nod right Mm -hmm. they just give they just give that brother nod Mm -hmm. and i think that we need to do a better job in that area at mm-hmm. just encouraging and uplifting, even if it's, you know, you're on social media and you seeing that, you know, someone just wrote a book or someone started yeah. a new business yeah. or, you know, or, or their kid just won an award. Absolutely. You know, we just have to, we just have to do a better job 
at lifting each other up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's, it's important. it is very important. And our kids are watching. I try to do it because yes. you can find anything. I don't care if you got one good pinky fingernail. Girl, that fingernail is banging. You can find <laughs> something <laughs> to encourage someone. You know, like I and I try that. That is and too any, funny. Any room that I'm in, things get, and I know, and it's not. You know, I'm not just you know gonna g- come up with something, but I'm gonna always look for the good and I'm going to always bring it to light because you don't know what, what kind of day that person's having. And, and as a woman, as a black woman right now, I've never felt as torn into a gazillion directions as I feel right now. Mm. Everybody's working from home. Then we got a puppy who I believe is special needs. So we got all (laughs) these things going on (laughs) and I have to, I have to lead. I love, I I had no um, supervisees to 20, I think 22 or 24 something I have. So all of these things are happening quickly. And yes, I, some days I just need you to say, you know what, girl, you, you wearing that jacket. Some days I need that, you know, (laughs) and I'm going to give it every chance I get. But I agree, men do it all the time. My husband, they do, and we were great at it in college. I didn't know, and Mm -hmm. this was hilarious. I grew up in in Inglewood, right in Chicago. So, you know, it it was mostly black or 99.9% black. But when I got to U of I, black people, period, spoke to each other all the time. Yes, and that That was that was a heck of a community. It was, it It was. Mm -hmm. And I, and but when I came home on Thanksgiving, I coming back to Inglewood and I'm speaking to people and I'm like, what's up? And they're like, what's up with you? And it's like, whoa, whoa. So mm-hmm. I had to learn to adapt. But I do that now. And I tell people all the time, you know, you I, I have a really good friend of mine. This is it, it, it. We're like my mother calls her my Jewish sister. She's closer to my mother's age. She's white. She's Jewish. But we're very close at work. And when we walk together, you know, on our lunch breaks or whatever, Black men will speak to me directly. What's up, sister? And they're not disrespectful or anything. Mm-hmm. Just what's up, sister? And she'll say, oh, you know, they're just saying that because you, you know, you look nice in that shirt. And I said, no, they're just saying that because they need to know that I know that I'm black and I need them to right. know that I know that I'm black. And if something pops off yeah. to let you and I both. Yes. That I got you. Right, right. So I'm basically saving our lives. So you're welcome. You know what I mean? Girl, they don't understand, Mm-mm. but that's okay. Mm-mm. You know what? We're going to keep moving forward. And I, I am so excited that you were able to join us. As I said, you guys, this is a woman with a voice and intellect. We're going to try to keep pushing her forward towards, you know, running for office. But that's a whole nother story. Whole nother story. Shannon, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. And keep going. Absolutely. <laughs> and happy new happy year. New I'll year. talk to you soon. Okie dokie. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to This Well Runs Deep. I am your host, Mo Joseph. Hey, you guys, listen, I need you to like, subscribe, and please share this podcast with all your friends. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at author Mo Joseph. I love to hear from you and hear your thoughts. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye. Don't let them make you feel bad at all. Make you feel like you don't matter though. You're not a doormat, but you matter though. They on that board like a matter though. We're all on my humans though. I wanna see how far you can go. You wanna start a rumor? Don't tell them I'm bringing smoke like a humidor. Yeah.